Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ryan Nile Show. This podcast is all about powerful life stories that motivate and inspire. And today's episode is exactly that. I'm joined by Nick Sagar, a British-born actor who's based out of Los Angeles, who you may have seen in movies and shows such as Tyler Perry's The Haves and Have-Nots, Shadowhunters, Queen of the South, Supergirl, Ill Manners, and The Princess Switch with Vanessa Hudgens, which is on Netflix. I got to sit down with Nick to explore his incredible journey into acting. We also happen to be cousins, so naturally we get deep. We discuss what it's like getting into acting, being on the wrong path and trusting your inner voice, life lessons from martial arts, what it's like working with Tyler Perry and a chance meeting with my personal hero, Oprah. This episode is all about finding your purpose, taking the leap and going with the flow, which Nick has continuously done. We recorded this episode in LA, two hours before my flight departed back to the UK, but we still managed to have a great, wide-ranging, relaxed conversation, and I'm sure you're going to get a lot from it. You can follow Nick on his Instagram, that's at NickDSagar, N-I-C-K-D-S-A-G-A-R, and you can watch this full episode on YouTube. Just search Ryan Nile Show, and make sure you subscribe. You'll even see a short cameo by Nick's Husky, Ghost. I'd be really grateful if you could review the show on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show. But for now, please enjoy this in-depth interview with Nick Sagar. Oh, bro. oh man. <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. Oh, man. Bro, finally, man. Finally. Now, a long man's been waiting to make this one happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I'm glad we've, we've been able to make it happen mm. in person. Definitely. Rather than Skype or something like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, Definitely, bro. Definitely. Let me just move you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, cuz. Touch me up, man. Touch me up. <laughs> me up. Perfect, perfect, man. Yeah. So, surrounded by legends, right hey. now. Bruce Lee. That is, that's how we like it, man. Yeah. Keep man grounded, guided. Mm, definitely. And <laughs> the man himself. The man himself, Bob yeah. Marley. The vibes, man. Proper vibes. Yeah. Right. That's good. That's good. So, where should we start, man? I suppose the beginning's good. Yeah. What was it like growing up? Um, like, was acting always a part of, like, your, was performing even part of, like, your, your upbringing? Like? Yeah, you know, it, it kind of was, man. Because, I mean, the beautiful insight is you, you part of the family as well. So you've you seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> so we, it's always been a very lively, charismatic type of household. And there was always some sort of performance. Whether they knew it or not, someone was recreating a song or doing a dance from a video or reenacting something from the real McCoy. Yeah. Like that's how most a lot of it started. Oh wow. So there'd be when we was younger, my mum would be like, Oh and you and Sean are reenacting we'd be in the pub. Yeah. In um where was it? The Wellington pub, I remember. We was young man. And mum and dad would have us like enact the skits from Real from McCoy. McCoy. Wow. Bruv, stuff we shouldn't even have been knowing yeah, yeah, about. Real. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one skit, I'm not gonna say it on here because some of the stuff is <laughs> Music, dance was heavy in the household. Mm. So Michael Jackson's Motowns, it was just always parties, performing. Like it, it was just yeah, it was just mm. there. So it was kind of almost second nature just to go into it. Mm. I definitely did it from a kid. Like I had, I was just going. I just found it fun. You know, there was um, these like weekend theater programs yeah. in Stratford and Hackney, and we'd put on shows at the end of the the summer or whenever the break right, was right, and yeah. bro that was I thank my mum for that man mm. mumsy pushed 
like dad obviously he was working he had the finance money he wouldn't have been able to do it if he didn't you know but yeah. mums he made swimming piano karate yeah and we yeah. got to try it and then they were wonderful about it if we said we didn't like it no more okay stop mm. you can try something else but man I remember trying so many things a cello bro I had a cello that was I remember carrying that to school the thing was bigger than me yeah, bro. That's long. yeah. <laughs> cellos boy but it was nah, yeah. we got those experiences which I cherish as I got older because I understand how I was able to get to a point and be like, what can I do going forward in the future? And because I had so many things in the past that I knew about, that mm. I knew I liked, I was like, oh, we really enjoyed that. Yeah, oh, so let's really try that. Point. Let's start yeah. there. Yeah. And luckily it was acting. That was the one. But I was going to make my way through all the things that I liked just to find out where I wanted to go. But acting was the one. Wow. Because yeah. wow. you confuse so much with it, though, man. Like, the martial arts ties in with it, yeah. instruments ties in with it, music. I mean, you know, we're being human, so mm. nothing really is out of the realm of yeah. acting. That's what I love about it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Storytelling. Storytelling. That is fine. And, you, and you've been used to performing from young. Yeah. Real young. And you went into dance. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of dance was you? It started as street dance, man. Yeah. Um, but I originally saw breakdancing with Mike, my older brother. Yeah. Yeah. He... um. Ain't no stopping us. He had the Ain't video, no the old school beach street, yeah. all of that. And I, can't, I remember one video he had, this guy was breakdancing on crutches. And yeah, me and Michael yeah. brought the crutches out in the house. I was trying <laughs> Standard. it for a time. Yeah. Never, never do it, but... He was doing like the twist. Yeah, thing. trying to... Yeah, 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 yeah. he was doing that. And then I would take it to school. And then I remember that's how it started. We were just trying moves that weren't really anything. But we, was, we saw and we were trying to recreate... A couple of friends were like, oh, I want to try Too Cool. We had this little group. And then before you know it, two years later, we had an official like, dance, breakdance crew that started with yeah. just trying to do a headstand in the corridor of school. That's, it started like that. Yeah. And two other guys were like, I want to try it. Next minute, we had a crew. Five, six years later, we was breakdancing all over England, competing in competitions. But it started in street dance. And mm. then I kind of realized I enjoyed the, the breakdancing a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dance teacher, she used to be like, just go break dance in the corner. Because <laughs> we'd be doing street dance, and as soon as she'll yell, like, oh, we've got a two minutes or something, I'm trying to do hops and one handed. <laughs> so she just made me like the freestyle guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Do you reckon that's kind of helped you in, like, now you do martial arts and oh, all those most definitely, things? man. Yeah. Most definitely. There's some, I only realized in this recently, some things like Taekwondo. Mm the foundation of it is insane. Like, sometimes I feel it gets a bad rep because you have these more destructive arts that are, like, really deadly and amazing. And Taekwondo, sometimes, because of the sport, too, it's become point-based. Mm. So it's a different element of fighting. Uh, okay. But the yeah. foundations it gives you, like, you really learn how to kick in different styles of kick. So you have all of this in your arsenal. Mm. So when you go to this, the other arts, they're kind of come from oh really yeah so that kick is easier to get because I understand the foundation uh, it helped me so much with dancing too yeah. yeah so in jujitsu I remember we're doing something I've just started really but we're doing some bits and I'll say to the guy oh oh, you want me to do a backspin I'll literally be like yeah. oh you mean backspin come under him and then oh move my legs like a windmill and he was like yeah <laughs> but because I had that it yeah, just yeah. it clicked so quickly so it really did I remember my taekwondo teacher would say you dance where's your where's your rhythm because mm. at first when I was doing it you know I, I didn't put oh, that connect to together a bit too technical with it. and then as I got better and I realized the flow and how it and dance goes hand in hand with the rhythm the breath mm. and I was like 
and I'm still, you know, nowhere is to mastering it, but yeah. the journey is. Have you done capoeira? No. So the funny thing about that as well is because it was a um, capoeira, is that they used the dance to hide yeah. it. There's yeah. so many like breakdowns, man. So there's moves I could actually do. I thought that, that are breakdance moves too, but yeah. stem from capoeira as well. So wow. it's like there's certain parts that just clicked, man. So that's always been interlinked. Yeah. Because you yeah. did karate young I as did well. karate young, yeah, yeah. And Tang Soo Do, which is a um, Korean martial art, I believe. Wow. Yeah, and if wow. I got that wrong, they got slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had Master John, man, in effort, and he was serious. I remember he put a metal pole like this and just... Bend that in front of everyone, boy. No way. Blown away, man. He was just breaking breeze blocks. This guy was amazing. Right. Yeah, it's me like and Sean was like, oh, yeah, no, for real. <laughs> the original Miyagi son. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and he was black. <laughs> <laughs> and from Forest Gate. Yeah. <laughs> from the ends, cuz. <laughs> Miyagi. Oh, my days. Um, yeah, so, I mean, martial arts has been in your, your yeah. DNA from, from quite a long time. We'll probably pick up on It is funny but, because... Um, my dad was a big martial artist. Yeah, this Uncle Leroy was a. He, that's because we he had collections as a kid. The mm. VHS. I remember going to his house, and I couldn't watch most of them because it was a lot of X-rated ones or R-rated, whatever you call them. But Mike would sneak them and show me them and tell me what happens in them. <laughs> Bro, Mike's the original much, rebel. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> he showed me so much things I weren't meant to see. Super young. Yeah, but it kind of like worked out for me because mm. it, it, it I don't know man it's hard to explain but I just had this I remember cluing up my friends to stuff like all stuff that happened in America kung fu movies all these things that Michael would get boys in the hood many society all the music and everything yeah. having that older brother gave me that mm. so I had all the cool stuff from the older generation that was able to to grasp and appreciate that made it easier when I can't, like I get along with older people so much easier because I can relate to so much stuff from yes. the Motowns to the, the 80s Kung Fu movies, 70s Kung the Bruce Lees and the, just because of the parents and that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And having such a heavy influence and looking up to them yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, like where there was no internet and things like that, houses, I, I think that before households used to be a lot more vibrant in terms of like music and the things that we read and see and stuff because mm-hmm. It was a lot more physical back then, mm-hmm. so there'll be vinyls all over the place. There'll be yeah, music blasting. Yeah. Oh, there'll the vinyls, be mate, yeah. video, a video VHS collection or a DVD collection, and you could see what people are into now. But whereas now, it's like everything's behind the screen. You do, you, you won't yeah, really know yeah. what people it's are into. So in true, you know. I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. You see the DVD collection, you see straight away because you could tell a person from their DVD. Right, book exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Could yeah. Tell a lot. You can. Yeah, I you remember can. my. Now you're saying that I just got the picture. I remember my that unit we had in the front room. When dad had the encyclopedias and then he had a couple, like he had the Gandhi documentary, the Bruce documentary. There you go. Like it's exposure. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had like the classics, the Clockwork yeah. Oranges, the Godfathers. The, yeah. He had all of those there. It's funny you say Gandhi and Bruce Lee together. I'll probably pick up on that. But I just see like it's a similar kind of mm. uh, character traits that you have because you're super disciplined mm. and martial arts and everything. But you have a spiritual side as well so we'll probably pick up on that later but um just talking about um exposure and like dna um like martial arts and performing being in your dna let's talk about where you're actually from as well Mm -hmm. so your mum's jamaican Jamaican, and your dad's from guyana yeah Yeah. so 
no one really speaks about Guyana too much. So. Right. Everyone know about Jamaica. Right. I love exactly. Jamaica. <laughs> Big man himself, right? Here, you know? <laughs> Jamaica's yeah. on the map. It's on the map. <laughs> so, what what parts of your like your upbringing and your Guyanese culture is like kind of got you to where you are now? Like, what what wouldn't people realize? Brethren, the roti brethren. <laughs> roti fingers, fingers in the air, brethren. <laughs> hey, listen. You know what? It's the, the beautiful thing of growing up mixed, especially to similar but unique cultures. Mm. The, it just opened me up to like, it was weird because I'm Jamaican, obviously, you know, majority black. And then Guyanese is like the Indian side. So yeah. the school was very multicultural. So I naturally just kind of got along with everyone. Because at first it was hard. Because yeah. I didn't feel like I fit anywhere. That was yeah. the hard part. It was hard to, you know, I had my friends who were full Indian. They had that. And then my friends who were black and they had that and my white friends in it. So mm. I kind of just, at the time, I didn't think too much of it. But I definitely remember thinking, well, I don't kind of fit anywhere. But eventually, as I got older, I thank for the blessings of that. Because I was able to understand so many cultures, man, and just... Mm-hmm appreciate them open with no judgments of like, oh, this is the be all and end all because that's all I know growing up, which I understand. But because I had so many different things, like my both my parents were a different religion. So mum was more, she was Christian and yeah. had gone Catholic and Christian, but she was mostly around that. Mm. And then dad at the start wasn't, but his mother was Hindu. So yeah. I grew up seeing that too. Then dad eventually at one point, I remember he became Christian. Then after some traveling, he embraced Buddhism, which came into my life through him, yeah. which was huge. So now I grew up with all these understandings of different religions as well, which was brilliant. Mm. Because everyone is the same person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but all that religion stuff, all these guys that I met is the same good heart that that man had over mm. there. That's why I was like, yo, why are we separating because of... Uh, putting it in boxes you're the same yeah. I remember I would have friends who they'd be arguing with each other but not arguing with me so then I'd be in the middle hearing this stuff and I'd be like but you two are the same dude like if you actually go out of your way you'd be best friends Yeah. two of my dance friends I remember I never forget I, felt, I don't know why they hated each other now I know it's ego they were both two of the best right. and there was this like unsaid thing and I was always in the middle of it mm. when I gave up years later them two best friends now. Best friends. They travel everywhere on each other's Instagrams. And I was like, I knew you two would be great <laughs> friends if you just let go yeah. of the... There was like a... You know what it is with guys Especially as well. There's the, the ego. Yeah, there's the difference dance. of cultures. Mm. And now they're best friends, man. Yeah. And a beautiful friendship at that. That's good. Yeah. yeah, it comes with maturity as well. Yeah. Like, you're Def- not my competition in that sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when we're younger, that, that's yeah. just spreading. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. But I, no, I, the Guyanese culture, man, was... Because even that's so mixed as well. Mm. You know, our, even down to the cuisines. Yeah. There's the Indian influence, the black, the Chinese. It's, it's just everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, so you'd go into another restaurant and you see the Indian curry and you'd be like, oh, you already kind of know what's going on. You know, you go see some chow mein in the Chinese pit and you kind of know what's going on. Yeah, so yeah. it was like this weird, you know, I just like to consider myself a man of the world. Definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> well, what's funny is that you go into school and you're, you don't feel that you relate to anyone, but really you relate to quite a lot more mm. than you would have. Mm. Yeah, because of your, yeah, your culture. Yeah. I didn't notice it at the time. It was kind of... I only noticed this when I got older because it was even... You couldn't really relate to the parents. 
because my mum's pure Jamaican, my dad's pure Guyanese. So the only ones like, who know my, I don't say struggle, but know my, you know, the, my life yeah. is my brothers and sisters. That's right. Like the yeah. only ones. Because my friends, even though that one might be mixed, it's a different mix. Or he's not mixed. So, Very good point. Yeah, so now that even made me look at my brothers and sisters even closer because mm. I'm like, wow, you were the only exact like mix as me in this whole place. Yeah. So it, it, I don't know because my dad would have arguments with my mom and you know natural things growing up then, but we had a great great family upbringing. Yeah. yeah. But then I would know when they would argue, I'd be like, wow, you look. That argument is so irrelevant because I have both the blood in them. But then they'll be arguing those Guyanese versus Jamaican points. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, yeah, it worked out in the long run as the biggest blessing ever. Mm. But usually the gift is the curse, isn't it? you just got to learn how to figure it out. Yeah, it's like yin and yang. Yin and yang. Yeah, for real, man. Wow. So you got a really close relationship with your brothers and, yeah. and sisters yeah. because of that. Um, and everyone's obviously I know you I know you all and you've all got your own like flair in terms of like what you do as as performers um, when did you really know that acting was the the one and that that's something that you want to pursue as a professional yeah I I always loved it like like a different type of love man it was like the love I can equate to when my first crush, the girl yeah. I had my first crush, I'm like, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Every time I did it was just this, I just love to perform. And coming from a wonderful, wonderful upbringing, but, you know, at times coming from our background, there's elements that's broken that, you know, only we've been able to see through the birth and the psychology and stuff's got better and people yeah. are paying attention to emotions and empathy and therapies cool now, which are essential things that, sometimes especially men and then men of like ethnic background I can only speak for myself but yeah, sometimes yeah, they're yeah. like nah man move that from me you right, get me that's yeah, not yeah. fast that's Very not fast that's stupid you know yeah. that yeah. Mm. brush it under the carpet yeah so I don't know I was always naturally more of a sensitive and expressive but I just used to like like say my parents had an argument mm. I would hate that the feeling the, the what, it, what would happen like you know even though it's yeah. natural yeah but I would notice when, when I make them laugh or do something stupid, just the joy, man. Mm. And even just entertaining, even if they were just watching you do a dance or something, you took them away from that. Right. Yeah, and you filled them with something. That, for me, was, I was like, wow, you can take people away from the drama, the arguing, or whatever, and you can just offer them an escape and bring them along with you, entertainment. Mm. You know, you can... You can make them laugh you can make them sad you can make them empathize with you you can make them want to live your life it's just performances storytelling mm -hmm. and that it's just a wonderful tool to take for people to you know get out of their own lives and the silly little things sometimes we can become pinned down by and yeah. just yeah I, 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 that was the main thing that i saw was like you lot don't argue when i'm doing some stupid shit Wow. I'm going to do some more stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that answer. You know, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, it, that was a, a, I, even when I remember in my head saying I wanted to do this, I remember looking around because where we grew up, you know, there's not that many positive role models. There yeah. are, but if you see them, yeah, out, if yeah. you see them, yeah, you know, it took me to after to realize some of the positive ones that were there the whole time. Mm. 
but we tend to gravitate towards any sort of successful person where we're from. So it just so happens there was more insight who were necessarily living in a, I wouldn't say bad, it's not bad, they were living a different type of lifestyle. So that, I remember growing up, and then I remember seeing a lot of idols that I remember growing up with, and then you just hear madness all the time. And it would break my heart, man. Mm. It would literally break my heart. Because I'm like, wow, you, you're pulling me out of my, whatever you want to call it, darkness, whatever you want to call it. And I, I feel like I have this, this purpose now. Mm-hmm. And then to see, base, and then using that idol to do it, and when they, when you hear something about them, it kind of makes you think, oh, wow, are you going to end up like that? Maybe you can't do it for good. Ah, maybe this is yeah. the, you know, maybe there is no way to do it like that. So I said to myself, I was like, I just want to entertain people, whatever the entertainment is with the art. But I want to stand for good, man. Mm. Like I want, I'm not perfect, not at all. But I know for a fact that I want to do this to stand for some good, man. To give people something like, no, you can do it. They're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And not on no, like, I don't want people to be like, oh, you know, but just on a, there's good guys too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I ain't saying I'm perfect, you get me? I'm still mess up here and there, but failure, man. It's the biggest lesson ever. Yeah. Failure. You can, failure is almost better than winning if your mindset is right. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. you can, t- I've taken failure before, some of my biggest failures at the time. And now looking back, it, I was like, whoa, that was the catalyst for the just after that things changed yeah. but if I didn't use it there's been failures from when I was younger mm. that I didn't use that started to eat away at me that caused detriment long, later on and then once I learned that everything's a mindset and once you you know can use that and adapt to that oh man life is a gem mm. yeah yeah man no pun intended for the wife <laughs> my cousin's cousin gem you know <laughs> hey, I love it <laughs> <laughs> wow well, so, I mean, the the root of, of what you're doing is in changing your environment, mm. I think. Mm. That's that's incredible. That's that's really powerful. Because it's not like your immediate environment, but also, like you said, um, people may look up to like where you are and see, oh, this is what's possible for me now. So, mm. yeah, yeah, that's that's what I wanted, man. Because, you know, we, I had, we had a big group of friends in the neighbourhood. And I remember half of them don't even know this, but I could I saw some every single one of them. I'm like, oh man, you could do this. If you would get out of your way, you could do this. You man, there's yeah. so many talented men in the ends. Yeah. There's ballers in the ends better than some of the guys on on the on the pitch. Yeah. yeah? And yeah. no disrespect, but it's real talk. Yeah. Like the quality it's like in America. I've seen guys on a basketball court. That mm. was insane. You know, but some people through Whatever their journey was, you know, things things are a little different. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that the talent's not there. That was one thing that I didn't realise. I thought because if you didn't have the accolades, that that talent might not be there. Mm. But that talent's there. Yeah. That talent is there. Like the Nipsey lyric he said, you know, the whole time you realised that you was great. It was yeah. inside you. You know, so I, that, I was like, oh, we have it. You just have to harness it. Mm. That's how the the Lionel Messi's and the Bruce Lee's and the, these men harnessed it and went forward and let nothing deter them. Whereas, you know, coming from different stories, different backgrounds, different environments, people's journeys are different. But mm-hmm. I noticed with, you know, persistence and, and a good support base. I had yeah. a great support base, man. You know, having the family around and friends who supported. Mm. 
that's why I feel like, uh, you know, I want to support and do that as well. Cause I, you know, I had that and I yeah. see what it's like for friends who necessarily didn't have a pops mm. and it was different, man, because I had my father to look up to even when I didn't know I was looking up to him. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking up to him. And then I noticed with some of my other friends, the decisions they made, there was a lack of that, of a father figure with some of those decisions. So I see why certain things were, you know, felt like it was out of the realm for them and other things felt natural. Because we can create this bubble for ourselves sometimes, which can be limiting. Yeah, I don't can. believe in them bubbles and limitations, man. Everything is a mindset. You put your mind to something, you condition your mind right. It may take long, but you will get that. Mm-hmm. For real. 100%. I truly believe that, man. 100%. Yeah. So you're spotting potential in in everyone. Like I relate to that as well. Like When you just, oh, you could do this, like... Trust me, do A, B, C, and D, and it's going to happen. Because also, when you're not in that person's situation, it's clear what they could do if they mm, if they yeah, wanted to. Yeah. The problem is we get in our own way, right? Yeah. So, how did you not get in your own way and spot the potential in your in yourself to then, you know, you've got non-limiting beliefs. You, I know you came over to LA for a, a competition. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. I pop. I pop. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Is was that part of you spotting that potential in yourself and knowing? Look, I need to do. Yeah, it was something more, else. I need to go. I remember, come out here, bro. I was sick and tired. I just grew sick and tired of like I was always one that was always doing something extra, just fun. Because mm. uh, we played football. Me and my brother played football when we were younger. Yeah, and that was the goal. Like we took that. Up until about probably 15, 16, it was real serious. And then that stopped. Mm. And then, you know, there was dance. And so there was always something that I had to express myself. Mm. It was only when I didn't, the only time I realized I'd stopped doing everything because of environment, because of things that I, you know, it, it was, I was a so prime example. I was, uh, I went into dance from football. So already for some of the football guys, I was like, bruv, what are you going into dance for, bruv? Yeah, That's yeah. for the girls, bruv. What are you doing, bruv? Yeah. Like, you know, it was one of those. So, but I loved it. I didn't care. And then I remember I went into college and guys were a bit older then. I remember being, letting it affect me that people didn't really respect dancers. Yeah. And they thought you were kind of a pushover. And, and I was like, I ain't no pushover. Just because man can do two, two head spins and a moonwalk, <laughs> don't mean I won't do that on your face cast, you know? <laughs> But I was like, it, it really shocked me. And yeah. it was the views of girls, guys, everything. Mm. And it, I made that shape my reality. I stopped dancing. I had an injury too. So I kind of, at that time, was like, oh, it's fate. I meant to stop it. It was stupid. Right. I stopped dancing. And then I kind of just kind of stopped everything. And I had two years, about two or three years where, where you know, I was able to, not able to, but I kind of got, I didn't really have a, a goal anymore. Mm. It was still a very pivotal time now that I look back. Because in that time, there were so many characteristics and things that I learned from not having that anymore. Yep. That when I got it back, I was like, it was just this crazy understanding of, oh, that's how so many of these talented guys end up. Because you feel forgotten. You Mm. feel like you don't have a chance. You feel like your dream is dead. Yeah. So you just do whatever comes your way. And sometimes that's what the guys on the block are doing, or whatever. Yeah. You know, so I kind of got caught up in that. And then it got to a point where 
plus money too. You know, you, when you're a kid up to 16, everything's cool. Right. And then you have to get in college and you have to start earning. And mm -hmm. then you realize how hard it is to balance your dream and that. Mm -hmm. So man found other ways of making money and that, <laughs> you know. But it, no, I made a little bit of money. And it got to, it was the maddest moment that I can remember. So fresh. I had a decent amount of money. And I had, my head just sat, I just went, stop what you're doing. Like, it's time to, it was like the most, it was the clearest voice in my head ever. Really? It was like, yeah, stop what you're doing. I remember I was sitting in my room. It was like, go back to acting. And it was just like the, everything. It, just, it was weird, man. It, I was like, yeah, that's what i got to do. And I, I was like, at the top of my game, dropped it all. And was like, I'm going to use this now to fund myself for two years. Where do you think that, that come from? Reading books now. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say the soul. Mm. I say my inner me, man. You know, yeah, the, yeah, the child. Yeah. I always yearned for that as a kid. Mm. I loved that. And I, I put it on the back burner. Yeah. You know, I forgot about it. And I think that when the opportunity came, because the money wasn't there. So how was I meant to even support myself? That's the hard part is, mm. you know, I really have admiration for people who are working four jobs and making the dream happen. Yo, you are, that is something special. Because I don't know if I'd have been able to do that. Yeah. Because my method was I didn't work. Like I lived broke when I had to. I was raiding my Popsy's piggy bank at 26 because I was like, I have one goal, it's going to happen. And I can't, I just had to be tunnel vision on that. Yeah. Because if I gave myself these other jobs, it would have distracted me. Mm. It had, I'd have come home from work and the mind frame of the whole day and then you come home and then you're tired and then trading's hard and all those extra bits of work you need to do on your dream has gone to the nine to five mm. or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I was like, for my person, it's knowing you, I got, is, a friend, is, yeah. I got a friend, Justin, who's like, he could balance both. Mm -hmm. He'd go to work, come home. Like Jem told me about you, you come yeah. home, take a nap, and brrr, you yeah. know, you're banging out your work. Mm -hmm. Not me, bruv. Yeah. No. Well, I suppose as well, because acting is so emotional. Like we were uh, discussing off air, um, you're literally walking around with your, your emotions. Yeah, like that's, Joey that's says. Your, yeah. Like Joey says, I'm an actor, Rach. <laughs> My emotions are on the surface. <laughs> so, you know, at any time, I can get emotional. Exactly. Exactly. So... I can understand and, and empathise, like, as an actor. You know, carrying out whatever is going on through the day will be very difficult. And also, like, the timings and stuff like that as well. Like, mm -hmm. probably mm -hmm. wouldn't get much opportunities, so... Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. There's not much, especially being from East London, from some sort of ethnic background, it's... it's no one was doing it. Mm. Like, I... It was but even before 2009 when I just got it, it was probably 2007 when I was getting back into it. But even when I was doing it as a kid, there wasn't that many people doing it. So that in itself was a barrier because when it came to picking a career, I was like, that's not for us. Ah. Because I didn't see many of us. Yeah. So I was like, that's not for us. So many careers. I was like, that's not for us. That's mm. not for us. And I wanted to be a doctor as a kid because of Mike, because of his sickle cell. Yeah. So... And I genuinely did. Like I, I had a, I had a passion for that. Definitely, I enjoyed learning about the body. And I remember a lot of birthdays. I'd ask my my dad would get me a stethoscope and video scopes and books. And you know, oh, wow. I wanted to, I wanted to find a cure for sickle cell. That was my 
I swear, man, that was like deep, deep one of my lifelong yeah, dreams. Yeah. Or help, just do help. something. Yeah, definitely. So when it, when I went to school and studied, I remember being like, oh man, if I have to look at another textbook, fam, I'm gonna dash it at the teacher. Because <laughs> yeah. it was the the style of learning. Yeah. When we were hands on, or it was a different style of learning, it was amazing. Mm. But I couldn't do the copied two pages. I didn't remember any of it. Yeah. So I got bored of it and was I thought this wasn't for me. Mm. So then that's what really you wanted of, to help. Yeah. yeah so yeah, then that, the that another reason why I sat there that day when I was like, okay, we have to do something now. We can't just be hanging about and like, right. I want kids. I want a family. I don't want them to struggle. So I put all of these things down as to what I need from a career. And then I put like, I had my personality of who I am. And I realized that I can't do something that's the same all the time. Mm. I can't do something that's not, you know, that doesn't have excitement, spontaneity and, and, and all those type of things and, yeah. and still able you to earn a decent amount of money, impact people. Because I said, whatever I do, I have to bring awareness to sickle cell. Mm. So whatever avenue I choose, it has to be, have some sort of impact for me to get a platform to talk about, right. you know, some of these things that I just want to help. Mm. So I looked at that. I looked at my personality. Man, get bored easy, <laughs> and um, and the fact that I'm like, yo, I like to chill. Mm. You know, life is about balance. I I see my family in that work seven days a week, all the, and then have no time for themselves, no yeah. time for their themselves, their soul. There, you know, just to to look care of them. You know, balance, man. Rest is just as important as going hard. So I said to myself, I was like, I want a career that if I want to go and take some time off. I'm going to take some time off. Yeah. You know what? I, find, I see people who, I remember cousins who they'd come over and we'd had the most amazing time. And then they have to leave early because they got work in the morning. I could see in their face, it was like, we'd go from like, oh, I've got to go work in the morning. And then it was just like, yeah. I'm like, why? Mm. You know, call out sick tomorrow. You know, make something up. Enjoy this moment we got here. So I was like, whatever I do has to have that balance of, if I feel like, my soul's depleted. I'm going to go recharge. Yeah. And I have the ability to do that. I don't, I'm not obligated to be there mm. all the time. And you are in most, but acting has this, you know, it can be, you, get, you do get free time, which is amazing too, because then you get to build on yourself and you get all this time to, to pick up more stuff that you like. Mm. So it's just like you're, you're just charging yourself up. Yeah. Yeah, it really, I was, a, I was and because I liked it as a kid, I was like, what can we do that marries all these things? And it was like a light bulb. I went, Ping. acting. Yeah. Yeah. And that voice was, was was like that too, like a light bulb. That's incredible. It sounded like my voice. Probably was. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Because at the time I said it was God. Mm. I still believe that. Yeah. But it came in the form of like, of like, like my voice. And maybe it's been so long that I can't be like really remember it. I remember like it, but mm. you know, as times go on, the memory... Kind of changed a little bit, but I'll never forget the moment, mate. It was clear as day, as day. I was like, mm. that's it. Yeah. And that's that incredible. was it from there, that changed, man. Because yeah, you could have um, carried on. Yeah. And, and, and I remember there was a time, two, three years down the line, where it got hard with money. Mm. And for a moment, I thought about going back and I tried. The game yeah. changed, bro. My I changed because I had something to lose. Uh, Before. I was feeling madness and it was normal. Yeah. I had something that wasn't even a tenth of the danger and I was like, 
sweating bullets. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't do this no more. Like, this is mad. Yeah. And yeah, I had something to lose. Mm. And that's what I noticed when I had nothing to lose. I didn't care about myself. The moment I had something to lose, every decision changed. All the silly things that you would have done and not thought twice of was like, oh, no, no, I'm not doing that. Are you crazy? That's going to, no, I have a purpose now. Mm. So, you know, I feel like a lot of the guys who come from our background and the ends and that, it's just, bare man, are talented. So just much. the purpose is, you know, purpose, they, need, they yeah. need to find their purpose. And yeah. sometimes you need to find it. Because I remember sitting there and being like, what can I do? If you ask the question, asking and the right questions, yeah, you have to be listening as well, as mm-hmm. you know. It would, it will give you answers, man. Yeah. It will give you steps. It might not be where you end up. It might not be the, the answers that you're expecting either. <laughs> yeah, not for real. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah that's incredible, man. To, to have that self awareness. Yeah, I mean, really I, I get, I'm just grateful, man. I never, I didn't even realize it was self awareness until I've got older now. Yeah, and I was yeah. Like, oh, I'm so thankful. Seriously. Yeah, such, such. Because I, I don't know why, but I always ask myself why. Everything that happened, mm. I'm like, why? What happened? Why did they say that? Where'd that come from? I just couldn't help it. I'd just go, why, 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 why? And then sometimes I'd find like pretty insightful things that I would come to and be like, oh, they're just doing that because of, or this is just happening because of. So kind of as I learned, as I got older, I was, oh, you were searching in yourself. You know, and you read some of these books that say, you know, the key to, it's just figuring out yourself, man. Being being comfortable, being at one with yourself and especially growing up with this yin and yang of amazing spellbinding life to yeah. like, you know, some darkness. Mm-hmm. And it was sometimes that darkness you can feel like is a part of you. And then through soul searching and all those things there, you find out, that, oh, no, I just inherited some stuff that, you know, was holding me down. Mm. And it was literally like chink. Yep. Chink. Slowly just taking off armor, taking off armor, taking off armor. And I'm still doing it. Mm. You know, it's still going to be a long journey, but it feels amazing, man. It really does. Because you let go of things that was like, you know, you find things torturing you, changing your way of thinking, your perceptions, your goals. That's not even you. No. You picked up no. from environment, the news, teachers, parents, uncles, friends. Your kids are so impressionable. Mm. So impressionable. Okay, that that's one thing I learned growing up older is the the beauty in the in the innocence of kids and we have to protect that man like the innocence of kids has to be protected man mm. to the fullest because that is you know the future's the kids for real man for sure yeah, for sure man for sure because it's we can do work and we can build on it but imagine a blank canvas that you could just give all the right things to mm. For them to grow in the optimal settings, the right soil, the right sunlight, every you can get the best damn plant you've ever seen in your life. Like that's what it's about, man. And it's you know we've we've learned more. The generations, technology. I don't blame any old generations for the way they are. They, no, you know course. that's they yeah. survived and they made. We've improved. We're evolving, but it's on us as now. We're to, as we're supposed to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's on us now to, to to take the next step, man. Just be a better version of ourselves every day. That's fun. Yeah, who don't want to do that? That makes every day exciting to me, anyway. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be a better version than yesterday. Yes, exactly. And you've got that sense of purpose as well, like beyond beyond yourself, you know. So it makes it a bit bigger. So yeah, yeah. when you wake up, you know that you know what your immediate purpose is, but mm-hmm. there's a grander purpose there as well, yeah, and that yeah. kind of brings you through the kind of peaks and troughs yeah, yeah no, it, does, well. it really does man because yeah. we use that 
Because you know yeah. when we're down, we like we use that. Have the purpose. No, I know what I'm here to. Mm-hmm. And that pulls us out. Exactly. But we have to be our own. I just find this for me. I had to be, a lot of the time, I had to be my own self-motivator. Because the journey gets hard. Mm. The first two years, because as I started, it took about 10 years before I could say, I'm earning from my career now. Yeah. It was dribs and drabs. I never really earned anything that I could live off for about 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. But I wouldn't change it for the world. Nope. Oh, man, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, I don't know if I'd go back and do 10 years. <laughs> but you know what? I wouldn't even say that because yeah. if there was another 10, do you know the lessons? and It shapes I, you. It really did, man. And it really... It was exactly how I wanted because I was specific when I put out what I want and how I want my career to go. I was very specific. And because I'm just on the start, I'm not going to say much until we sure. do this next one 10 years <laughs> later. I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. that or whatever. 100%. But yeah, I was very specific. I knew what I wanted. Mm. And that helps. It really helps. And that come from as well as just digging deeper in myself and finding what I want, what I like, what's me. So you're talking about 2009. That's when you got your first credit. Yeah, I think that was... Was that, was that in the UK or over here? UK. Wow. Wait, yeah, UK. So I did, um, what was it? Uh, yeah, 2009, Gun Rush. Gun Rush, It was yeah. an extra, that and something. <laughs> <laughs> that and an uh, so independent movie called Snub. Oh, I won't even forget it. Yo, that was crazy, man. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I ain't thought about it in a minute. That's how I'm getting all this yeah, memory style. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, no, that was um, Gun Rush. I was an extra. But it yeah. was, it was nice because we was in this gang and it was, um, you know, you had Emil Amin who's who's been doing great yeah, stuff, yeah. Bronson Webb he was doing great stuff, uh, all of them. I mean, um, oh, I know his name. Don't do Rally Richie was that Rally his? Richie, yeah, is yeah. that his real name? Was that his, uh, That's his stage? Oh, his name. Jacob, Jacob Anderson, Anderson, something like that. Yeah, he was in it. All those guys were in it, ah. and I was like one of their crew members. But anyway, I mean, it, I learned so much, man. Exposure Just from being on the first, like being on the set then I was able to see and experience the hours and I just knew it was for me mm. and it was nice man that was that was 2-9 and then there was slowly the smallest dribs and drabs but I couldn't make a full change I didn't know at the time but I got the opportunity to do this thing iPop over here which was like a presentation yeah in front of loads of managers and stuff and they flew over some people from England and the school was American, so we'd compete with American people. So, you know, I got to meet some managers, some cool people. And one of the managers there was like, you have to move over here. And luckily... Say that there and then. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, that we was able to do that. And um, that changed everything, man. Because yeah. I was a very family-friends-orientated person. Mm-hmm. So coming away allowed me just to focus on just the one no distractions yeah and I was able to go back into martial arts hard I was able to I was training on acting I remember my days was I used to love it mm. the days was literally uh, gym martial arts acting every day gym martial arts acting training training, martial arts, train, acting, so training, training, martial, training yeah training martial arts acting every yeah. forms of training I could do I was yeah. just doing it every day I was like this is my curriculum this is my school mm. and I was doing that for years and just kept doing it doing it doing it doing it and I loved it really did love it but if I was at home that would have been harder because some of those days I'd have been like, we've done a week. Let's go hang out with the boys. We ain't yeah, seen yeah. them in a while. You've got loads of distractions. Because I didn't have that. Yeah. And it it, it worked out really well. Yeah. Mm. 
That's brilliant, man. Um, so, move, yeah, moving to, you was 21 at the time, right? Yeah, 20. I had my 21st birthday the night that everything kind of went. It was crazy, man. We, it was a great night. Ended up, you know, doing really well. And it was my 21st birthday. I remember being at this bar turning 21 and you can't drink in LA until. Yeah. So it was like, I had a glass of champagne. My dad <laughs> was there. My mum was there. We was in this nice hotel. And it was, it was nice, man. It felt like, for me, it was another big catalyst, another mm. catalyst. And like, you know, you get to new levels and there's new catalysts and new places you want to go. And that was like, I felt like I'd reached the next step there. Even though I thought it was going to be a bit quicker. Mm-hmm it filled me with something that I could always go back to. Because it, it, when it got darker in the future, I would look back and be like, nah, this happened, that happened, that happened. It's going to happen. Mm. Just keep going. So those things really, really did help, man. But yeah, mm. I was to turn 21 in there, man. Yeah. Crazy. And you came over, but you was, be, you was very specific about what you wanted as well. So that must have yeah. been like laser yeah. focused. Yeah, I, I weren't really into it. Because I mean, I grew up breakdancing, so we'd get paid to go to clubs to breakdance but my crew was older than me so I was 16 and all of them were 18, 19 but they Ah. would let me in and say you can't drink right? just dance so I saw the whole club vibe from 16 and Mm. was there for a couple years so by the time I got to the time where it was time to club I was like (laughs) I'm over it Yeah. and then when I came out here I wasn't really I just wasn't interested in in that side of it yeah Mm. I I still went out I still had fun but rarely yeah, because it just it just yeah it had less interest in me, and mm. I'm, that's no knock to the club scene. Like I said, balance that is nice sometimes to go mm. out and and let loose and have that that fun. But also, it's like when you when you first start training, like exercise, like it, it's difficult when you start. But once you get past that, there's a certain threshold you get past, and you start to get a bit addicted to it. You enjoy it. You enjoy the training. You're not supposed to, but something switches and you start enjoying it. So your routine of gym, martial arts, acting, training, with your goal in mind as well, must have been fun. And that's like almost more rewarding than going to the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's true. Because you're so right, man. It's like, you know, you start on a front kick and eventually when you're doing back hook kicks and tornado kicks, and like, you do, it's like a drug, man. It's yeah. like, you, you know, you, the improvement is, it's like each level is like a new rush Mm. And there, there was no way for me to do that in a club. What I did five shots yesterday. We're gonna do six shots today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. I don't handle drink well anyway, success. so yeah, yeah. it just it kind of just forced me in. Not forced, but it was kind of a natural decision because I'm not much of a drink. I do enjoy occasionally mm. then, but I was so much of a lightweight. Yeah, and I don't like not being in control fully. So yes. a drink never really appealed to me. Like, like I had vertigo as a kid, so oh, it used shoot. to sp- the room would just spin. That's the worst. So yeah, when I got drunk and was like, "Yo, this is what y'all get drunk for." Yeah. I am not with this. No, this is just taking me back to PTSD, man. I'm vertigo <laughs> all over again. Got me calling for mum in the club so she come put wet flannel on my head, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> calling some random girl, yeah. mama. And she, I'm not your mama. You wanna be my mama? <laughs> That is jokes. That is funny. But yeah, talking about your rigorous physical discipline, like you've got belts and martial arts mm. and all of that. Um, just in relation to what you were saying as well, like almost like unlocking achievements. Um, I believe how you do anything is how you do everything. And, you know, what you're achieving in your physical world, sorry, like your physical like training world, 
you must then apply it. Like, oh, this thing that I was trying to learn was so difficult, but I did it. Mm-hmm. So that must translate to you acting like this. Uh, this part that I'm reading for is really difficult, but because you've achieved in the physical sense, that yeah. must translate. Yeah. You know what's so funny, bro? What did you just say a minute ago? How you do anything is how you do everything. <laughs> <laughs> bro, ooh, you be saying so much stuff, man, this whole time on the trip, man. Yeah. Hey, Ghost. You can hear yeah, Ghost. Of course. <laughs> ghost had to get his little quote. Ghosties, man. Ghosties. Keep it down, cuz. Keep it down, Jamaican Husky. <laughs> the, the one and only. The one and only Jamaican Husky. <laughs> the only Husky I know that will lay out in the sun. <laughs> in it, right. Someday. And beg man for some curry goat and that. This, this. <laughs> No, oh. it's true. That that what you said is beautiful, though. Mm. So what is that again? How you, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm. So if you're like... Which relates to how you train is how yeah, you... Yeah, yeah. I heard exactly. a guy say that to me in Muay Thai the other day. He was like... Because sometimes when I would train with people, you know, you hold back. But then it's also good to train how you would fight. Mm. Because you can't expect to do something that you haven't somehow... Sometimes there's innate stuff in you, but certain things, when the training's there at that consistent level, you can tap into. Mm. Yeah, the talent you can... Your talent is you can... uh, But training enables you to just... Whenever you need it, it's there. on tap. Yeah. Mm. So that... um, that, that's what martial arts gave to me that I didn't understand. My dad, who was a huge advocate, used to be like, it's all this stuff, it gives you discipline. And as I was first doing it, I didn't quite get that part of it. It wasn't until years down the line where I was like, whoa, I'm not afraid to take on a 10-year journey. It's going to take me five years to get a black belt. It's going to take me dedication every day. I'm not afraid. I have to train every day. Oh, that's, it became easy. Whereas at first it was like, whoa, I've got to learn all of that. Right. Now it's second nature. Mm. Now I'm like, dying to pick up new stuff, new skills. And I don't care if it takes 20 years. The journey. Yeah. yeah. So like I started in Taekwondo, which took me longer to get my black belt anyway because I was going backward and forward from England studying here. So what mm. took other people like three years took me six. Yeah. Yeah. But then that helped as well because at first it was like the universe teaching me patience Yes. because I was like, I want my black belt. I want my belt. And it was just like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. And then eventually I was just like, I'll get it when I get it. And then that just changed <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, because I was very... There was a lot of stuff I had to... My man wants some water, boy. He don't care about no interview, <laughs> nothing. It's like someone fill up the yam ting. Budof. 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 Hey, lung face. Come. Come say hello. Come here. You stush little boy. <laughs> Come here. Come say hello. What's the last thing we were saying? Martial arts. Yeah. Yeah, no, that it it oh, definitely gave me discipline, man. Mm. Um, but I've I got to thank my dad for that because when we moved out here, he came with me to help me settle, and we walked past the martial arts studio, and he was like, "You should start that again," and I was like, "All right, cool, mm. I'll go in." I went in and, bro, <laughs> I know ghosts, I know. Man's heard the story too many yeah, times. Yeah, he's like, like oh, again. <laughs> You're telling them yeah. again? Oh my God. He's like, I'm going outside. I heard enough of this. <laughs> I'm going to hit the block. No, yeah, my dad, listen, take him out now. <laughs> Let him out. Ghosties, go out. Um, yeah, it was my dad, man. Mm. He was the one who said, 
He said, go and do that. And then I met Master Kim, who's been like, oh, bro. Blessing. Just, yeah, man. Just an absolute blessing in, on so many fronts. He became, he was almost like another father figure. You know, he, I remember so many times where he wouldn't even notice. I remember one time we were sitting and it was me, him and Master Mendy and we're sitting there and we're sitting on the floor and we're eating Korean food in the dojo, I mean the dojang. Bro, I was like, wow. Like I'm sitting on the floor with the Korean guy, Filipino guy. I'm, we're breaking bread, learning martial arts. It, it, oh man, it, it was You're like, on the I, yeah, I, yeah, I get goosebumps <laughs> now. Like, if you know when you watch some kung fu movie, and yeah. not even kung fu, any of those yeah, movies, yeah, martial yeah. arts movies, whatever. When yeah. you're younger and you see these things, and I'm like, mommy, argue family. Honestly, but, you, but also the, the fact that you've gone on a journey, like they're saying in London. Yeah. So you've gone on a journey. You found this place, or your dad's found this place. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, go there. And yeah. All of a sudden, you're just and then, in one of those. Yeah, reading later, I mean, Jem showed me a Will Smith interview, talked about the alchemist, read the alchemist, says yeah. you get messages from other people, dreams. And I started, to, I was like, that was a message from my dad. It was? Yeah, it was. I, and then it started, and then that changed things too, because then I started to look and realize the sometimes people would tell you stuff that, is a message for you, mm. you know, and I'd learned to, I feel like I can hear it sometimes now. Like someone would say something, I wouldn't even say nothing to them. I was like, oh, that's a message for me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's almost like the opposite of what, what you were talking about before. Um, it's the same, but it's the opposite where uh, kids are very impressionable and whatever's happening in and around their lives, they're picking it up and then taking it and then almost like yeah. wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's flipping that around and it's like, same thing, but it's just being aware of what's for you and what's not yeah. for you. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I'll take that. You can pick and <laughs> you can pick and choose with yeah. it. And when you know, like, I want the goodness. I want mm. stuff that's gonna enrich my soul. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's gonna better me as a person. More love, more happiness, more you know, abundance, wealth, all these things. And you, you're able then to look and be like, oh, that's gonna assist me. That's gonna yep. assist me. So it, it really can't it, knowing what you want. What that you helps. Want. So much. so much and then knowing what you want helps when you know who you are yeah you know digging in yourself and and finding out who you are amazing yeah man so was that the moment that because my next question was when did you realize that whoa i'm actually in the vision that i've created like this is what i wanted i may not be all the way there but i'm here creating the life that you know I, that it I was want. weird i think remember I, when i said that i heard that decision in my head to be like I'm done yeah ever since then I remember those two weeks after then I'll never forget it I felt like I was floating bro mm. like it was unbelievable I was so happy yeah for those two weeks and because it was a new shift a new energy shift I just gave myself this enriching soul like what I want to do yeah and whereas before I didn't have that so I was more I'm an emotional person so I was affected by it. And I'd still be happy, but I noticed it was a lot of ups and downs. Mm. And I noticed when I followed this, bro, them two weeks. Eventually I came back to being normal, but in my head I was like, those two weeks, well, if I stay true to this and truly follow and want it for the good, that's how my life's going to be. Them two weeks all the time. And yeah, life's going to be ups and downs, yeah. but then you learn how to deal with things mm-hmm. in a way that's not going to you know, be a detriment to you going forward. Because sometimes it's trauma and hard experiences are devastating and they are 
but sometimes we never come back from them or mm. come out of them. Yeah. And I feel like there's nothing wrong and you kind of have to sometimes sit in the waters, feel that. But you have to know, you know, sometimes no one can pull you out but yourself. So I remember hoping someone will pull me out. Mm. But sometimes it's impossible for someone to, you have to pull yourself or you at yeah. least have to swim up high enough for someone to be able to grab you. That's what it felt like. I was too deep in, because you just get deeper and yeah. deeper yeah. and deeper and then you're too far to reach. But I felt like as I kind of learned that, oh, if I, you know, help myself, then eventually I got to a point where I saw these people like, you can do this or come over and then eventually, you know, I'm at the surface breathing again. Yeah. So I feel like, with trauma and that, like life is going to throw you stuff and it's, it's all right to go through them. But just know that you have to pull yourself out or some form of, because it can be, before you know it, you'd be living in that world. For it's true, man. Like sometimes you need to be tested to realize that you always had the strength mm. to, to get out of that situation, you know, and you don't necessarily need external factors, uh, Sometimes you need to be put in a situation. It's like, yeah. no, you, you've actually, you've actually got so, it. So, so true. Yeah. That was one of the things that I kind of, not hated, but I kind of disliked about my personality. Mm. Well, I was like, why? Remember Mumsy the saying, if you're not learning, you must feel. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why do I always have to feel? Why can't I just <laughs> why can't learn? I just intellectually yeah, it? why can't? I heard that 10 times, but it took man to get struck around the face to say, don't take the last dumpling. You know, like one of them, <laughs> one of them ones there. Yeah. So, I, I noticed that with my personality even now. There's stuff where I'm just like, I have to get, sometimes I have to go for it just to learn. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is the... But like you said, like when you was, um, when you wanted to be a doctor, like the way you learn is through feeling, mm -hmm. through actually doing the action, right? So yeah, yeah. in that sense, that is, that is going to be the way you're going to learn. You yeah, know? you know, I think that as well. Um, because the... The beauty of where we're at now is with technology, with all these things that we're able to... You can just type something in and we can research any subject. Any subject. And they never had that before. And there was a stricter school curriculum on a, basic, on a way of working. No humans are the same. We're snowflakes, man. Mm. Everyone is different. So how is everyone meant to learn from that regime? Yeah. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Because I had my brother, who they would call dyslexic and can't read, but built a studio, made a transmit and had a pirate radio station from the house. Yeah. Like he was reading the manual and he, I would hear him. He looked like he was struggling, but he built the thing. Mm. With music, he, had, he was reading the manuals because he loved it. Mm -hmm. It was so easy. He, he built a full studio. They said he couldn't read. So there were so many friends that I had that would... You know, another one of my friends, he was in school and they were, you know, he was always considered dumb right. because he couldn't get certain things. Man's a musical genius. Yeah. He don't have to, he never had to read music. He knows how to read music now. Mm -hmm. He would just listen and play. So it's like, I feel like sometimes the school curriculum can be... Detrimental. Yeah. yeah it really does. Yeah, because the then I remember, yeah, because I remember coming out and being like, oh, I didn't get a good... Yeah. Grade in that, so therefore, yeah, like I love history, but I failed it. Mm. I love history, and I and I like to think that I know some stuff about it. But then I was like, that's your curriculum history and the way you're grading it as to why a man's failed. Mm. But when I was over here with some other history scholars having a conversation about other history, because we know history is written by the ones who won, yeah. so there's all different types of history out there. It's which one's true, mm -hmm. but then in these other realms, it's like, oh. 
I actually have great points here. So I feel we're too quick to put people in boxes, pigeonholes, and all because of these... Like, I really feel that school system needs updating, man. Big time. Big time. Yeah, yeah, people learn differently, man. And we got to a place now where we're able to study the mind, psychology, energy waves, all these wonderful things. And we need to now. start yeah. implementing it. Mm. Yeah, man. For sure. For sure. Impact's definitely a thread within within you, I think. We'll, we'll pick up on that mm-hmm. um, in a bit. Um, obviously, you're from the UK and you live here. A lot of people fantasize just in the creative world about leaving wherever they're doing or just quitting their jobs or whatever, and then coming out to let's say LA, LA, New York, London, like the the big spots, or Paris if you're in fashion, for example. What's it actually like being a working actor? What's the reality of it? Because I mean, I've seen it. I've seen the the work that goes behind it, but not necess- people wouldn't necessarily get that from other people's Instagrams or things like that. Because obviously, everybody posts their highlights and stuff but not, not necessarily the reality mm-hmm. what's the mm-hmm. work not the Tyrese I mean? yeah no opposed to Tyrese <laughs> when man's crying oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know people usually keep that one <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> I'm sorry man I'm sorry <laughs> no I, um that was it like that oh. yeah what's like the reality of uh being here as a, as a working actor. Oh, it's amazing, man. Yeah. It really... Then again, like, we had a conversation when you came. I was like, LA is what you make it. Mm. It's what you want. Like, what you want from this place, you will get from this place. I've had friends who enjoy having fun. They have fun. I have friends who want to study. You know, they enjoy studying. I have friends who want to travel the coasts and surf and do all of that. You can do that. This place, the beauty of it is, it's what you want to do. So I, I was so lucky to know exactly what I wanted to do that nothing could sway me. So I kind of knew and looked for everything I wanted and that just expanded and expanded right. and expanded. So I just, I basically built the life that I want. Exactly. Amazing. Like to the T. And these, some of these things have only hit me recently because it's only the past three years that it kind of took off and in the eyes of, you know, whoever, they'll be like, oh, it started being a success from then. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Only certain things I'm realizing now, and I was like, "Yo, I was able to shape my life exactly how I wanted." And I don't mean that in a Clear selfish intention. way. I don't mean that in you know, oh, it's everything I want, and because my some of my wants are still for my people. Yes, like I want to help people. I want to give you a dream. I want to inspire you, just like you do to me. Mm. You know, some of my boys don't even realize, like my. They're not even, some of them won't consider themselves to be doing much, but they'll say a certain thing. And I'm like, man, I inst- you, um, your, your courage inspires me, man. Mm-hmm. Like the way you was not afraid of the ends or anyone and anyone would talk to you. And you, like there was characteristics that inspired me that I took and added to my dream. So there's inspiration everywhere. And I, I love that, man. That That's something that, you know, coming out here and I knew what I wanted is what I'm probably trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. Like, Having I mean, you've attention. experienced it. Yeah. You've been there these last two weeks. You knew exactly what you want. And I've just seen you and Cuz Gem coming back every day. Like, <sighs> <laughs> every single day from waking up in the morning. To, but you've had a long time yeah. to spend going through the motions, you know, at your dream to really knowing what you want. And now you've come here mm. knowing what you want. 
Yep. And it's just giving, it's, it's there. Yes, that door's opening. And not that you didn't work, man put in hard grind. <laughs> yeah? State that for the camera. <laughs> it's not hard overnight grind. thing. Hard grind. Hard grind. <laughs> hard grind. <laughs> yeah, but when you're able to do that and know what you want, it's so much easier, man. Because mm. someone will come up and like, I remember having friends, like, oh, let's go and do this. And I'll be like, that's fun. And I'm, you know, you lot are going to have fun, but that's not for me. I respect you lot though. I want to see the pictures. Yeah. But it's not for me. Yeah. So I'm still, yeah, incredibly supportive. I try Because I remember I was studying an acting technique and you, the, one of the main things, you cannot judge a character. You can't play a person if you're judging them. Right. So you, they can, you, cannot, you have to walk in their shoes fully yeah. to understand why they make the decisions. So you have to let go of stuff that you wouldn't do or it's totally against your morals just to understand. Right. And it's crazy what you come to sometimes. Mm. Because sometimes you play Villains. murderers. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, there's some people, there's all different types of story, but there's some of them that don't even know why they're doing it. And I'm not here sticking up for anyone. I'm just saying there's like, if we walk, if everyone tried to walk in someone else's shoes, the world would become a better place real quick. Mm. Because you, when you're able to come out of your reality in your realm and walk in someone else's shoes for a while... And really understand why they make decisions and where it comes from. It blows. It, it blew my mind, man. It's empathy. Yeah, it's empathy. Yeah, it blew man. my. I found myself. Don't get me wrong. There's some acts that were so horrible, but seeing how it started and where yeah. the person come from, I'm yeah. Like, oh my god, they grew up like that. That's insane. Yeah. Like, oh wow. I wouldn't even know what that was like. So then, there's what kind this, of person would you be? If yeah. You in so that then I think there's you know instead of punishment we need to focus more on rehabilitation or helping before stuff. I mean, punishment, yeah, still some cases you need these things. Mm. But I feel we don't... It's just like a brush yeah, brushing under yeah. the, the carpet. Yeah, it doesn't address the actual is like, issue. I'm rehabilitated. Some of the stuff I was doing, I might have not been here. I know mm. you got stories too. So I was able to take that and rehabilitate myself to now to be someone that I feel is going to have impact to especially people from where we're from, everyone. But I'm trying to, you know, I'm just trying to inspire, whatever. Yeah. But I was a, if I wasn't given that opportunity, if I had got arrested, if I had got any of these things, done. Yeah. You know, and then once you go in the system, you're seen as something. So then it's just like, instead of seeing like, wait, he could have made a mistake. This guy's got gems. Let's see what we can get out of him. And everyone, my boy, when, when I left, my be- one of my best friends, when I left and we were kind of like, whatever you want to call it, partners in crime. Yeah. When I, and I'm not saying this stuff to glorify it. I'm saying it because I want people from our background, from yeah. the hood and all of those things to see like, yo, there is avenues even later in life. Like even when you think it's done, it mm-hmm. ain't done. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the mindset. That woman who was 80 something years old, who's now in Black Panther. It's yeah, the that mindset. Was, and that was yeah. her first role. You know, and yeah, I feel man. like we get, we think that that's for us because of society, because of the way everything. Yeah. So that is a huge thing for me is reaching the, the guys who because I was there you know you was there we were standing up on the corner and didn't really have much avenues or anything but inside we had this deep dream that we mm. didn't even know or how to do it it's a confusing time mm. definitely like late teens that that kind of you're trying to earn money like you like you said and there's so many different avenues that are presented to you you know I'm so glad that your inner voice told you to kind of leave the casino when you was up in that sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're done. <laughs> you're right. Take now. your money and run. That's it, man. <laughs> but, but you did. You did, which was good. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
just to move on to some like the the shows you've worked on. Yeah. Um, well, firstly, did you imagine that you'd be on like shows that mean so much to a lot of people? Not having have nots, Queen of the South, Shadow Hunters, with the amazing fans that that all those shows have, bro. Even saying that right now, I'm just <laughs> it's so, it makes me so happy, man. Yeah. Yo, I am so grateful, man. Um, like I said, I kind of knew what I wanted, so I'd put things out there, right. but not. I didn't specifically know it was that. Sure. But I knew what I wanted. Then when these things came after, I was like, wow, look how that manifested. You know, I, I, it did, man. I was able to, those three shows at Annual Manners too. it's just been... Yeah. Even Waste Man Diaries, the pilot, I've just had to work with fun people, fresh, innovative, new, and then such a vast fan base different styles of people yeah it but I have to pinch myself so many times when people come up to, like every now and then when someone comes up there's times I'm like I'm like what are you, where are you, what, are you what do you want and they're like you're on that show I was like oh yeah I'm on a show innit because <laughs> it it happened so late but yeah I remember after all manners I did I was so not used to it because you just know you're used to the ends mentality. yeah exactly so yeah. I remember one time we was at this gas station no it was a, cl- a club with my brother course it was a club with my brother <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Sean Sega <laughs> no he um we was at this club and this guy was across the thing and bruv man was just bugging man for for a time he was just staring 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 and I was yeah. like I'm not the type to but I'm like All right, either he's gonna start something or mm-hmm. so I literally walked over and was like do you have a problem, bro? Yeah. And he was like, do you have a problem? You know, one of them stupid ones. Nah, yeah. bro, I asked you first. Right, like, right, one right. Of them. Then two minutes later, a man come over, back over and was like, are you in a film? And I was like, I swear, Dan, I was like, bro, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I forgot I was in it. Like, I literally wasn't used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just because, thought it was old yeah. school. If man staring at you, man, for puff yeah, out the chest. Yeah, and, right, right. Yeah, yeah like, so it was, a, it was a, yeah. <laughs> it was a, I, I felt so bad, man. I was like, what a douche. <laughs> but I didn't know, it was but like, that's what, it's better to learn then. Than, yeah, than yeah, then. no, for real, for real. But that was a, a big eye-opener, man. <laughs> it was the adjustment out of, <laughs> out of that. Into. Crazy, crazy. Which is true, man. You know, like us people, was, uh, one of my friends posted something the other day and I feel like brothers and us people, like, we're so quick to not, to, to not say hello to another brother or to be like... Where it's like, bruv, all that stuff is madness. That's your brother, man. Say yeah. Wagwan, loose that thing, man. There's no need for... Like, I, that's one thing I never understood was even when I was involved in it, I loved my mum and my family so much. And I saw my friends and other people who loved their family and so no matter what was going on on the roads. And I was like, if I ever had a problem with someone, I'd never want to take them away from there. You know, I'm old school. Let's have a punch up in the park. Who wins, wins, is what it is. Mm. Unfortunately, not many people fought like that anymore. No. But I would never, I just wouldn't have got it because I was just like, that's not yours to take away. Mm. You know, like his mum gave him that life. Just because you had a qualms on the street, that's not yours to take away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a real G, you offer man out for a swingers, you swing it out, mm. you say you won. It's done. Mm. No repercussions, no coming back with 10 man, none of that. A real person who is, you know, confident in himself and that to me is a real... 
because I feel like it just it became stupid, man. It, has, it really it did. Has. It became stupid, and it's like it's got out of hand. Yeah, it's just got out of hand. And I'm like, it needs to go back to the rawness, man. Mm. Old school. You remember when you know, like came Friday, man said we settled it with these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put them up, man. And not, I'm not, you know, talk it out before you can do that. But sometimes with men, especially younger, hot heads happen, especially as kids. Definitely. And like, taking it, come on, man. I just feel like, I mean, rehabilitation and not like there's, I mean, some of those, a lot of them, man, there's, but there's, there's still potential. potential. Yeah, man, there's potential. That's Crazy just lost. potential, man. Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. But I mean, this is part of why we're doing yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, showing people that there are different ways you know if you see it you can you can be it in that sense yeah. so that's that's why it's our responsibility yeah, to do man, what we're no, it's true. No, no, I can't <laughs> be what I want to be, be exactly. hey, Tonesies Game of Tonesies this is Tonesies <laughs> I knew I was going for it Tonesies yeah everyone says my singing voice only has one tone so yeah so it's a Game of Tones deep tone baritone baritone but talking about um, see it, be it, uh, what is it like, so you're on a have and a have nots and you have an example in Tyler Perry who is, who's come from a very, very difficult background, um, started, uh, started writing and directing plays and then sleeping in the back of his, his car. <clears throat> you're now casted on his show that he's written, produced and, and directed and you've got the confidence of someone like that who's a genuine like mega force in in Hollywood. What what was that like? And like what did you what kind of lessons have you learned from that whole experience oh. that you keep with you? So much. He he's a wonderful guy, man. Honestly. Like he is real talk, someone who's trying to help the people. Mm. He uh I mean because when I met him, he, he gave, well, I mean, in America, that was my first significant role. So, you know, he gave me my first, first real breakout here. And that, just the mindset from that was a catalyst, yeah. you know, and, and, and he opened up his stories in his life too, because he was, if he was 28, that he, like you said, 28. And when I met him, I was 28. Oh, no yeah, way. So he was like, oh. I see what age you are there. And I was like, ah, so I knew there was a lot of stuff to learn from him. Mm. And he's a very, very wise, empathic man. Like he, hello mate, what are you doing out here? <laughs> yeah, no, he, um, very, very insightful, very wise, very, just a good human. Yeah, I've seen him literally, because you know, you don't, you don't know. With this industry, you hear so many things mm. about everyone, you know? Yeah, that's right, yeah. People probably hear shit about me, so you never know. So I always go in, you know, just open. And he was truly terrific, bro. Like, just everyone, though. Everyone, to everyone on the set. Mm. You know, to, to, to girls, to guys, to everyone. Just uplifting, man. You know, and trying to provide everyone a platform. And and really with me, which was nice, is a lot with dudes as well, toxic masculinity. And yeah, like yeah. guys, that is just bred into us. Mm. And I feel like we're coming into a point now where we're like, yo, we need to address this because it's some madness. <laughs> it's it's, so it's the reason for half of our problems. It's true. <laughs> it's toxic, Pride, man. man. Yeah, yeah. So it was nice because I've never really been, you know, I had that. But as I got older, I realized this is kind of holding me back from expressing. It's not useful. Yeah, so I managed, I was naturally very expressive. So 
around some of my friends, I found friends who would wanted to be like that too. So we developed these great bonds, and I noticed that in him. Mm. So he was obviously more advanced at it because he lived, you know, he lived a longer life. And he would tell me stuff that I was like, whoa, game changers. Right. Just in myself. Stuff where I was standing in myself. That's why I said I'm not perfect. I'm still here every day. I'm mm. still trying to get stuff. Still better. training. Yeah, like I'm not, I still say some stuff where I'm like, whoa, wait, where's that come from? Where? The, and then I figure it out and I'm like, ah, okay. So sometimes you have to be wrong to be right. Like it, you know, it, for me anyway. Mm. But he, yeah, he was so insightful and so on a soul level, like on a bettering of you. Yeah. How you feeling? How you doing? Well, you know, that, and that I feel like with men is lacking mm. because I had that with some of my boys growing up. You know, they were just, we were just naturally, it was the funniest story, man. One time we was all standing outside the store. I mean, the store, you know, the shop. The shop. Yeah, the <laughs> shop, fam. Yeah, man, stand outside the shop, cuts. <laughs> so we're standing outside there, and we were talking about a subject that we're not going to say on here, but mm. I could see, I was like, everyone's trying to confess, but no one wants to be the first one. Right. One man said it, the whole group said it. Next yeah. minute, it was like, <gasps> you took me off! Like, changed the whole and even from then we became more about like you weren't scared to say certain things like oh, I like this I like right. that and it was like oh what really no it was beautiful mm. but because we was I was lucky to have friends that were open too and we were the older ones so the younger ones were able to see that so they naturally came in and started to be a bit more open because we're open so they that's didn't right, have to yeah, hide yeah. stuff mm. but when you see the older guys your influence is like bov that's not for the you know mm. then you can be like so that was nice. And then yeah. I noticed that with him was like getting to this level in acting, like mm. being like a younger, you know, and coming right. to the block with the older now. And he's like, this is the way how we operate our block. Mm. And that's exactly how I want to operate. Yeah. So it was like, oh my God, give me all these lessons, yeah, yeah. all these teachings. But also a bit like, was it Mr. Kim, your trainer in yeah, Barcelona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's yeah, your no. acting Mr. Kim. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and it's so funny you say that because I found in in different places and scenarios different teachers and mm. exactly what I asked for definitely but at the time sometimes you don't see it because we're in the way of ourselves you know we based our goal on I based a lot of my goals at the start I mean based my happiness on the success on the mm. goals and it wasn't until I lost everything and went back to England had that issue with my passport where I got stuck where I was like wait man's lost everything nothing's going on but I'm happy mm. You know, I laugh with my friends every day, like tears. We cry in tears. There's food on the table. Family loves me. You know, still have fun, still go out sometimes, even though, you know, because we have people that, even if you didn't have money, they'll be like, listen, come. Yeah. You know, enjoy yourself. So I was like, I was happy. I'm happy. It changed so much stuff because I wasn't, yeah, because then I wasn't basing it on when I get this first role, I'll be happy. I remember I watched a documentary one time. I was talking about happiness, um, happiness in uh, American football players and how, yeah. especially sports, you know, football players, especially as it's done, they worship like gods for years. Mm. And then for it to just all disappear when you're done, like that psychologically, that energy that they get is gone. So if you have based your, you know, it's hard if that's your whole life and that's your happiness is playing, you're going to be, because I was the same. My happiness was playing on the field, you know. Mm. 
And if I had continued to live that way, by the time if I didn't have nothing else when I retired, I wouldn't know what to thing, do. Man. But then when I talked about placing your happiness elsewhere, elsewhere like in relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and being like, well, I have a... My mum and dad has a great relationship. And health. Happiness, health, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and just being gratitude. Gratitude changed, mm. uh, you know, a lot. And we come from a grateful, you know, Caribbean people and Guyanese. And, we're, you know, we're, we're very grateful people. Our parents always remind us of those things. So it was easy to transition into that. Mm. But it's unbelievable how powerful gratitude is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you share that Oprah story? it was my first day on the halves Uh, I think it was like the second or third scene it was a love scene it was your first day yeah yeah yeah, I think it was pretty much my first day well my first like big day it was a love scene and um, we were you know so we were doing the scene and it finished it went well and I was like shirtless I was like, trust me, the first time for me to meet Oprah. <laughs> Shirtless. Because I'm, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, um, I've turned around and I'm getting back changed up. I'm talking to Tico, we're laughing. Bro, I was like, why did the room just go quiet? But I didn't, like, turn around. I was still like, mm-hmm. And I looked and I was like, right, Tico's like, what's she just staring at? I turned around and I was like, oh, oh my, you could just feel it, man. Mm. And it wasn't like a, it was a good feeling. Everyone was happy to see her. Right. But, I, but the room... Yeah, changed. man. You felt it. Yeah. So then she came out and she was saying hello because it was the first... It was the first in, this, in the new studio. So TP had moved to the new studio, which was phenomenal. Where is that? It's in Atlanta, but he had yeah. moved from one place to another. And it's just... It's magnificent, man. And so inspirational. What's it called again? Uh, Tyler Perry Studios Tyler but Perry that Studios. building we worked in was the dream building the dream building yeah, yeah 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 and it had all the sets in there everything but it was sick man the P it was like a, it's like it's like family bro. you know our yeah. house so you know it's yeah, the same. Yeah. we're family so it was like that it was like stepping into that that's mad yeah and then so when she came in TP was introducing you know just, she went up to Tika because she knew her and then it was like oh this is Nick he's the coming and then at first she was like, oh, you know, nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, my days, man's like half minute. <laughs> so then she left. I thought she left. We continued doing the scene. And then she came up after and was like, wow, like, you know, I really enjoyed the scene. And it was like a, a love scene. I was like, man, Oprah saw me making love. <laughs> <laughs> you got an Oprah scene. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I was clothed this time, but I got a yeah. nice little hug. And yeah, man, it was, it was unbelievable, man. Coming where we come from to, to right. have... You know, Tyler and her in the same room. What? And being back by them, like, yeah, wow. Man. Yeah, no, I'm, what did I'm that so... feel like? Like afterwards, it must have just been. No, no, for real. I, I hold it. I, I hold him in very, very high esteem, man. He, because he, he, you know, he brought me to that table there. So I would never have been in that situation if he didn't open the door. Mm. And um, it was magnificent. It was life changing. You know, and I, I really credit him and thank him for that because he what relatively to other people would have seemed like oh it's late in his career to give him a shot at like 28 he was like it was, you know it's perfect time and you're in a great position like it just filled me with all of this yeah that just made me go <sighs> breath of fresh air yeah yeah that's the thing with acting as well and it's what I tell people like um, no matter what age 
you are, especially in acting, because actors represent real life. In real life, you don't just have 23-year-olds. You know, you have fathers, you have mothers, you have grandparents, you have uncles, aunts. Like, all those people need to be represented on screen, big, small, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like... Guyanese. Guyanese, right? Exactly. So you, <laughs> you kind of owe it. You owe it to storytelling, to if, if you want to act or if you want to write or whatever, to do it at whatever age because yeah. your experience yeah. is unique yeah. and your look is unique, yeah. you know, and that's what needs your to be. Story is new, your your story is Your story is We're unique. snowflakes, man. Yeah. Every man's different. Yeah. And Yo, that needs to be we all got We all got fingers and toes, but my boy's fingers over there are way different from mine. <laughs> <laughs> His thumbs on a madness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's the beauty, though. Everyone's everyone's different, man. Everyone has their own story to tell, and even every form of artistry, like mm. writing. Now, as you get older and really start to live, so many stories. I hear people tell me stuff. I'm like, write that. Yeah. Are you mad? Yeah. Like everyone is. This those seeds are there, and you know it's hard because we sometimes think you have to go through this curriculum to become that. <laughs> it's not always like that because with acting. In England, it was you have to go to drama school. And don't get me wrong, the drama school system is phenomenal. You know, I have friends that are just phenomenal people, yeah. wonderful actors and actresses. It wasn't for me. Mm. I went another way. And it was, while I was going that way, I used to think, like, oh, you know, I'm not as respected because I don't do that. And you're not a real actor because you didn't do that. And I was like, wait, no, because one person invented a system to which really is it's hard to I'm hard to articulate it but I know what you mean though. yeah it's there are many different ways because yeah. I did the same thing and I'm standing in the same place doing yeah. the same thing and feel as trained and as prepared as they were mm -hmm. and I respect it I really do like I love that I wanted to I just spent so much time in school and studying stuff I went and I did a university thing time in university I picked a subject where I didn't even... I started studying stuff I didn't even want to learn. Mm. So I was like, I don't want to do that again, man. I just want to pick what I want to learn yeah, for yeah. now because I'm fed up of, you know, and it helped me. So it's about knowing what's for you, man. Really soul search what's for you mm. and then plan your assault. And then just be open because it's going to change. But if you're open and you know what you want, you'll see when it's there. Sometimes you see it often. You're like, oh my... It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, having that purpose is, is so key. Yeah, man. Asking the right questions, listening for the answers, you know, and, and accepting what works for you, what doesn't. And really, yeah, just going full throttle, but with mm. that with that purpose and intent, you know. And that's, that's when things like Oprah and mm. Tyler Perry open up to you because they are almost, in that sense, Tyler Perry would look up to Oprah and you would look up to mm -hmm. Tyler mm -hmm. Perry. Um, you know, if you've got aspirations in writing, directing, producing, like ownership, like Oprah has, sorry, yeah, Oprah has, is the example for that, you know, even for Tyler Perry yeah, in the yeah. great position that yeah. he's in, you know, yeah. so it's just like, you can see the ladder, but that's because he was so intentful and clear and mm. focused. So it's like, all right, well, here's the direct yeah, yeah. vision. Here's, yeah. here's where you can go. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also on, on, on that, topic so you were in uh the princess switch mm. on uh on netflix which is a completely different kind of uh acting job because it's a christmas yeah. it's a christmas movie it's a happy movie what what challenges did you have with that in terms of it being like 
the we, single we father know. sweet man baker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey trust that was the roti fingers, roti fingers. yeah see <laughs> see the roti came yeah, behind came, us rolling marzipan in my head this is just nothing but roti <laughs> <laughs> some dal puri you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was um sorry what do you say how did you say what um like what, what what challenges did you have oh in um, that role? like what did you learn from um, vanessa hudgens as well that was another thing as well, learning her way of working. Because mm. she's on another level, you know, she's been doing it a long while. And seeing her just grounded, her openness, her, she was like, to everyone, man, the cast, the crew, we was in a foreign country. You know, she was wonderful, mm. just really there for everyone. And, and she was basically the head of the ship, so it trickled down, so it was fantastic. Honestly, I couldn't say... I could say so many good things. I'd be here all day. I was, wow. I was literally in awe of like, I'm a t- that's, how, that's how I always wanted to operate going forward. Love that. So there was stuff there where I was like, man, yeah, yeah. Because I'm seeing her at a level that, you know, hopefully one day I aspire to do the same. I'm going to sure. put my work in. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching. I'm like, hey, you can operate like that. You can be the nice person. You can be, you know, courteous and, and kind. And yeah, man, it, it, I learned a lot from watching... And her professionalism, bro. She was playing two roles in a foreign country on her ones, like, yeah, for real, killing it. She was flipping between it, like, whereas we'd have one day, she'd have two full days because she's playing oh, two characters, that's right? Yeah. And then she'd have to switch, like, literal princess switch to f- like and go do the hair, come back, switch the side, switch the accent. There's times where she had to do an accent in an accent in an accent on the spot, just like that, off the go. And I was like, yeah, but she was prepared. That there wasn't even a sweat on her face. Mm. It was like, wow. So it was really, it was inspirational, man. Mm. Yeah, all the cast were, was fun to work with. But I just, seeing her level and coming, for, you know, we've seen it growing up. And she's been on a very high level for a long time. So it just made sense as to why everyone loves her. Because she's go. a great person. <laughs> really, man. That's really good, though. Because you do hear so many different stories. Not about her at all. No, no, Just course. generally, like, coming yeah. up. Just in, in, in anything. You're mm-hmm. like, um, like, these people can be uh, assholes or whatever. And they're like, you know, they treat people nice and stuff. So it's just great to hear, like, you've been on set with Oprah, Tyler Perry, Vanessa Hudgens. And these are all people that have treated everybody with respect mm. they put mad work in they're super professional super polite and super nice super nice so that is the way that is the way be yeah. nice be yeah. professional yeah. 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 <laughs> do you know what I'm saying and everything nice everything yeah. nice and also <laughs> I'd imagine they're peaceful yeah just as, yeah. Peace, uh, as yeah. people that know? was one thing I noticed Def- definitely man mm. definitely you know and now you're saying that I'm thinking of Vanessa more it's very peaceful but TP as well that's mm. one thing I got man was just this like very peaceful man it's calming it's it is, calming it is and it puts you at ease as well yeah because when someone's peaceful they're not needing of anything and I mean as up and coming creatives we can uh, our, our ambitions can kind of take over our peace mm-hmm. and although it's coming from the right place you can come across quite desperate quite needy things like that and just as humans no one likes anybody that's desperate or or needy in that sense Mm -hmm. you know but when someone's coming with peace and they're coming from that place it's a lot more i don't know just things can naturally happen from there you know it's true as well that you say that i don't know i kind of find the career like i was gonna i can kind of compare it to the ocean Mm. because you know 
it's gonna and and searching for the goal is like the ocean because it kind of we don't control the tide you know we don't know what's going to come in we don't know what the weather's going to be but we can control how we react to it and i i would notice i was very gung-ho at the start and like, yeah, i'm just gonna fine. run brick wall, yeah, i'm gonna kill brick everybody wall, on the way. brick yeah. wall back yeah or like a wave i'm just gonna run into the wave run into mm. the wave and i'm like yo eventually you get exhausted and then sometimes I notice when the tide was rough, it was better like to relax yeah. and flow with it, you know, and find and, and, and move with the ocean, like Bruce says about mm. being water. And then when you're around someone peaceful, knowing where you are, knowing what's needed, that when you're around someone like that, there's no need to yes. relax. Relax. Yeah, and there's all different types of ways to that you train yourself to know in scenarios okay, what's the tide like today? You know, oh, I can, it's better for me to relax and the tide's going to take me where I'm going. Or it's like, oh, we got the slipstream, like you said, in Finding Nemo. Yeah. So we can gung-ho now and we're going to get yeah. the, yeah. Or it's like, the waves are coming now. So we got to retreat for a bit. Mm. You know, we can't attack them straight. We have to learn to go under them. Because I remember with Uncle Jamesy, man, when we was in Portugal and I would, this was something that made me kind of compare it to the ocean because we was out there when, we shouldn't have been out there right. and the waves were crazy so I as a kid was like Woo! Yeah, yeah. thinking I could hit all of them and bruv I went to one of them same way and it took me spun me I swear to you and slammed me on the floor I'll never forget it bruv I remember getting up looking over and me and Uncle James was washed up on the shore <laughs> I swear the, the waves took him as well same yeah. thing happened we was both beat up on the side my shoulder was hurting I looked at him and we was like what the hell happened there same way when we went back this other Portuguese boy said to me, stop trying to hit the wave like that. You have to go with it. Even when it, I can't remember if he said it, the big ones you go under or there was a way to do it that he right. told me. And then it became fun again. I was mm. flowing with it again. There you and go. it was nice. But when I tried to counteract the flow, oh my, I'll never forget the pain. Uncle James, he won't forget the pain. <laughs> we was both there like, I was like, unks, oh my God, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> I swear that. That's a big lesson, man. Yeah. No, it was. I, and I, I remember when I thought of it like the ocean, that come into my head. Like, mm. I remember having to, when I learned how to deal with the waves, it yeah. becoming all fun again. Mm. But when I didn't, that one trauma, I wasn't going to go back in the ocean, bro. I was not going to go back in the ocean. If that boy didn't be like, what are you doing, man? I can't remember who told me, but someone it's told like you, me it was had, like, you always had that kind of Yoda person. <laughs> like, this just pops up as it's a lesson. <laughs> Message. Yeah, message even, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good though, man. That's yeah, that's nice. a really good life lesson. Yeah. yeah. You do have to go with it and really understand what you're working with or what you're playing with. You know? Yeah. 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 That that's so because I didn't understand it. Mm. I'm only understanding it now. now yeah. And I'm just grasping it. This is like <sighs> grasping, I don't know, a star in the universe. There's millions of them. Mm. Like, you know, there's so much out, it's so vast, but just being open makes it more fun, man. Definitely. Yeah. Makes Definitely. everything more fun. Yeah. Sick. Well, I've only got a couple more questions. Yeah. Um, well, I've actually got loads more questions, but I've only got a couple more questions for this. Um, if you were to write and direct and star Ooh. in a biopic of someone, who would you want to play? Man, that <laughs> Nah, he's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah, I would yeah. love to. Um, Oh, there's a few, man. Yeah. Mo yeah. Salah? Oh. 
you before that yesterday. I've been burning yeah, to just, ask you that. Okay, that Come on. I can Do ball. That. I've got a left foot. I was right foot, but I've got a left foot. I would it's love. Acting, man. It's yeah. Acting. yeah, 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 right. You know, green screen that left foot, man. <laughs> I think that'd be sick. I would absolutely love being a, being a Liverpool fan as well, bro. Yeah. He would be one of them. You know what's funny? I like that. Sometimes I get people who tweet me and be like, oh my, someone said Johnny Mathis, who I didn't really know too much about. And then when I looked at his picture, I was like, oh, I can kind of see where that avenue could work there. Mm. There's a few of them that I would love. I remember I had, a couple of years ago, they were writing the Sam Cooke biopic that I got to audition for and I fell in love with him. Oh my God, his story. Oh, and Oh, bro, to this done. day, man. To this mm. day, like I, he's become one of my favorite eyes. Yeah. And learning of his story, I was like, wow, I would love to portray that but the thing about those is I would want it to be true mm. so if I could like I know I, I reckon you know, hard work I could capture the essence but it also be some of these people are very pivotal to their, their followers their lovers mm. so it would have to be out of respect of that yeah. You know, not just because, oh, I want to do it, that I'm going to do it. Sure. It would have to be like, you know, the people can see it too. Mm. So that, that would, that would, it would have to be that. Because I know, like, I love, you know, I know I'm not even going to mention the one that did it, but someone had did one where the people were like, <clears throat> it's not true to the, it wasn't true to the essence of the message that that person portrayed. Right. So it's like, well, there's already a disconnect there. So for me, it has to be true to the essence. And if that, oh, yeah. But, but Mo and Bob? Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> Putting it out there. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> That'd be dope. Um, just lastly, so we've we've gone through a lot of your journey. We probably haven't gone through everything, but knowing what you know now, like being where you are now, if you could go back to speak to Nick when he was 16, last day of secondary school, at that confusing, like pivotal moment, like what would you have told yourself it's gonna be alright bro relax mm. just keep keep enjoying your life doing the things you love staying positive and relax, mm. relax. everything's okay yeah that was it yeah that was one of the sickest things TP said to me though cause I had this you know you base he was like you're okay everything's okay and I was like I am I'm okay mm. you know you give yourself these I need to do this I need to do that but then you realise I'm okay None of that stuff really even really matters, to be honest with you, because if it all disappeared, none of that stuff really does matter. It's true. But you know, it's stuff we give ourselves is to, you know, is to mm. live our lives and do all of that. But really, health, love, that's what matters, man. So focus on those things. Still dream, still push hard, but mm. let that be your focus and watch what happens. That would have been because at sixteen it was very like I have to do this, I have to be this, I have to yeah, be successful. To oh, I'm not this person. Oh, I haven't done this. Oh, I failed this exam. Oh, I, I don't quite like this. I don't want to tell my parents this. The the stress that kids put themselves through and don't express because I didn't. I bottled, bottled up a lot of stuff. I would love to say, yo, stop bottling, express yourself, be positive, keep dreaming, and be grateful. Mm. And that, it sounds so, all the information that changed me is the shit people would call cliche and yeah. cheesy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, to mm. the point where I, I would even say when I was talking to some people, I don't want to sound cliche. Now I've stopped saying it because it's, you know, when you watch 
uh, rom-com yeah. and you see the way that some people fall in love and they're like, oh, it's so cliche. No, it's not. It's because humans, if you've been in that situation, sometimes that still happens. Mm. I've been in situations where I've said the dumbest, cheesiest movie line. I'm not in the movie. Yeah. I've just go or whatever. It just It's come out and I've been like, oh my God. Like I would call that a cliche in a movie, but we really live this. Like yeah. it's, you know. So I think sometimes we have to be careful with words too, mm. is what we dismiss. Definitely. Yeah. Or what, we, t- we tend to dismiss anything that's positive. It's like a false humility. Yeah, like the word coincidence. Mm. That can be so detrimental because I don't believe in too many coincidences. Even if me and you turned up to this interview and we both wore a blue shirt, I was like, nah, we're in sync. Mm. There's something I can learn from him. He's similar to me. But I don't, there's something's behind these so-called coincidences. Mm. And I've, when I started to look at them differently as not coincidences, as signs, <sighs> changed my life, bro. Yeah. 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 So those are things I would like to, I, if I could tell that to the younger Nick, and I would love to go back and be able to see, because God, universe, it's always giving you signs. Mm. Always, even if you're not paying attention. Mm. So I bet if I went back, I'd have been like, oh my, here they are, and I didn't even see them. <laughs> that would be nice to, yeah. 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 But I still, I, I, this journey was exactly what I needed for my, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, who knows, in some alternative universe, maybe you did, because you heard yourself say look yeah. move away just do exactly do, be the mm-hmm. actor that's mm-hmm. what you need to do mm-hmm. so maybe you already did do yeah. that yeah. No, just need to find that universe <laughs> <laughs> it's coming man it's coming uh, well thank you so much for oh bruv listen thank you I'm sure we're gonna do a listen, part two I just wanna say on your thing yo when I first saw what you was doing you already know mm. but I didn't really obviously I told you but this platform, what you got here, and the way it's presented, and what you stand for and represent, because I know you, innit? Your family. So, mm. it filled me with so much joy, man. It's so inspirational, bro. Thank you, man. Like, honestly, there's times I was laying here, and you're in England, and I'll be seeing the posts, and I'm like, this is so brilliant, and true, and rich, and inspirational, and for the good. Mm. So, it's like, I want to thank you for them platforms there, because this going forward... It's going to be massive, man. Thank you. Man. Yeah, bruv. Definitely. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, you get, I feel like it's a bit, you know, we kind of in a society where people want gossip and news and there's nothing wrong with it. But I love that you're reaching for the richness and the truth. Depth. And depth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some realness, man. Mm. You know, because that, it's lacking a lot. And things are cycle. I, realness are going to come back in like Air Force Ones. You know <laughs> <laughs> So, For but real. no, honestly, I want to thank you because, bruv, I'm truly in awe of this whole platform you got. It's brilliant, and thank I'm just you. grateful to be here, man. Thank honestly, you, man. I truly mean that, bruv. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate bro. that. Really appreciate that. It's thank all you. love, G. It's all love, man. <laughs> well, thank you for being so open yeah, on man. this, man. Oh, it's going to inspire this is, Yeah, man. People. I was looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Definitely, man. It's a safe place to, to open up, so. 100%. Yeah. And we'll do it again. Yeah. Do it again, oh, for man. sure. Because I'm coming yeah. back. Oh, yeah, turn. Make sure to subscribe to Ryan Nile Show on YouTube as the visual side of the show is a huge focus of mine. I'd love to hear your comments in there.